0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Molly. And Cody. And this is our... Little, little bit. bit. Okay, so we couldn't not pop into the feed this week. I know we said we're not going to. We're going to give you something this Friday which is um, actually current case. But speaking of current cases and updates, this is there's a reason we don't do current true crime. And Friday, January 21st... The day our updated current true crime episode was dropped. Case in point, do not do current true crime because it will change the next day. Literally. Literally. So Molly, what's the update on our update? Well, because first of all, let me go back to that episode and me will never know... We'll never know. Well, guess what, Molly? Do we know now? Yeah, well, it popped up on Friday on my phone. All of a sudden I get a ding
1: ding and it says Brian Landry has basically been confirmed to have admitted to killing Gabby Petito in his journal. He admitted it. We don't know the details yet. I don't know. I'm sure they'll release it eventually once. They'll release like excerpts from it or something. Mm-hmm. That hasn't happened. But they are saying it was confirmed in this quote unquote journal that was found underwater. Who knows how they got the wording from that? There's a lot of crazy things you could do nowadays. But no, it was confirmed that he said he killed her in this journal. So confirmed and i'm, I'm sure there gonna... he gives reasonings or
0: gives some kind of context to yeah. it so we probably
1: we probably will know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <One> so, day.
0: <laughs> no cody you're wrong <laughs> sit down seriously me and molly were texting each other our episode had posted and here we go fbi confirms i was like you have got to be kidding me <laughs> and then molly just keeps sending me updates throughout the day and i was like Stop, yeah, stop, stop. Because what happened next? And then they were like, and he's been cleared of the murder of Crystal and Kylan. Yeah,
1: which is the other case we said there was, I literally said,
0: there's no nothing. Update. Not one n- thing. Not one thing. And then guess what? Well, it wasn't really an update, but it was an update that someone had been ruled out.
1: Yeah, which they had had. I don't know if they ever really considered him, but they kind of considered him because he just was in the area, which was by Brian Landry. The mm-hmm. guy who killed yeah. Gabby, but they confirmed it was for sure not him that killed them so so there you go there was something about them Mm -hmm. literally the day after (laughs) there was nothing so again, this is why we don't do current true crime. We're just going to stay away from from now on. Probably not. But we're just going to say that.
0: So in addition to popping in here, uh, just to give you our complaints about doing current true crime <laughs> and getting caught up in it and being entirely wrong the mm-hmm. next day, we want to give you this little bit. This was a case brought up
1: by one of our Instagram followers,
0: Kelsey. And sometimes we get these
1: requests and I, we'd love to be able to do full episodes, but sometimes we just can't. It just it doesn't work that way. So I wanted to bring this up in a little bit because it's kind of an interesting case and here it is here we go and that is the murder of don vines don marie vines was born in march 1970 and she met david during the 1990s when he was still married to his first wife they eventually got married and at the time of don's murder the couple will be living in lomita california and they had been married at this time also for 15 years and they'd opened a restaurant in the area and they it was called the time contemporary cafe and david her husband was the head chef and don helped run the restaurant Friends and family described the relationship as a typical marriage. They appeared to love one another and worked well together. They argued at times, but always made up. And no one had witnessed David engage in any physical violence against Dawn. But there was a friend of Dawn's, Karen Patterson, and she was an interior designer for the restaurant that they owned and a close friend of David and Dawn, both of them, actually, and was for many years. And in 2009, she worked with David on remodeling the Time Cafe, and she saw the couple at the restaurant several times a week during that time when she was remodeling. During that summer, Karen and Dawn became really close after, I guess, Dawn's mother had died of cancer. Um, On occasion in Around August 2009, Karen observed, I guess, red marks on Dawn's neck. And when Karen asked her about it, Dawn began to cry and said that David had been drinking and tried to choke her. Dawn also said that David had been very angry with her and that there were other incidents where he had actually hurt her. So kind of opposite of what I guess. But I mean, I think this goes to show that you don't know what's going mm-hmm. on. Even if it's your family, you don't know what's
0: going on behind closed
1: doors. I think this is the prime example of that. Um, It seems like the only person I really knew was her best friend at the time karen
0: that was only because
1: she saw saw exactly and questioned another occasion in september 2009 don called karen late one night and said that she had locked herself in the bathroom of her home she said that david was angry with her and she was afraid he was going to beat her up karen could hear david pounding on the door and yelling but could not understand what he was saying karen wanted to call the police but don had asked her not to because david could lose his restaurant don decided to wait in the locked bathroom until david went to sleep and then also i guess don later called karen back a short time you know not too long later and said that david had gone to bed and all was okay Don was reported missing, though, by her sister and some friends on November 18th, 2009. She was last seen on October 18th, supposedly. She's basically reported missing a month later. And I guess that's because during that month, David's making a lot of excuses. He stated that two had an argument regarding her issues with alcohol and drugs, and she left when he asked her to enter a rehabilitation facility. So that's like the main story he gives. And he kind of reiterates that story a lot over the next the last month. Like, hey, she left. Oh, we got in a fight. It was really big. She didn't want to go. She went to the mountains, I think he said at one point. There was an excuse. After excuses excuses, after But something that was weird was that Don had not taken her car and she hadn't taken this money. I guess she had left like around $640 with one of her friends who was the owner of a motorcycle shop in the same shopping center as the restaurant. And she told him it was like a nest egg that she wanted to put aside for later. I don't know why she trusted this guy, but hmm. she brought money. And maybe she did because maybe she was trying to so plan had to a way it, out. Make an exit strategy and, and she couldn't have a bank account. Exactly. And why not leave it with the probably the last person you would expect to have it. And the months after her disappearance, there was no bank activity on her account as well. David's behavior kind of began to look suspicious. I guess he started dating a woman named Kathy Galvin, who was a waitress at his restaurant. And soon after they started dating, she moved in with him into the same house that he used to share with Don. That's always suspicious. I mean,
0: so quickly after, so, I mean,
1: it's so, yeah, it's just, that's always just weird. Like, I don't get these guys that like do these things and think like, no, no one's going to look like, hey, that's What's odd. Like, on? why? It's like, hmm, that's a little quick. By February 2011, the authorities considered David a suspect in the murder of his wife. He had put out many conflicting stories and he had actually confessed to his daughter Jacqueline of the murder, which in turn she had told the police about. Yeah. So one day he's driving in his car with his daughter Jacqueline and just says, hey, she's never coming back. This is what happened. And I'll get to what exactly he says what happened that night. But that's what she said. When police approached him, David actually took off in his car with Kathy inside the vehicle. And after a while, he finally stopped. And then he jumped off the Rancho Palos Verdes cliff in California in an attempt to kill himself. You said attempt. I mean, no, he, did, he didn't no. complete suicide. No, he survived. He attempted to kill himself by throwing himself off the cliff, but survived. David survived with some injuries, and then investigators actually, by this time, they found some blood spatter in their home, and in March of 2011, he finally confessed to the police about what had happened. And I'm going to tell you the story of what happened, and it's not pretty, there's some somewhat graphic things, so if you don't want to hear about this, skip forward a little bit. On October 18, 2009, David stated that he came home and had an argument with Dawn. The newly set up, you know, they had remodeled and everything, the newly set up restaurant had been demanded extra work hours and leading to a lot of stress in their lives, He also believed that Dawn was stealing from the restaurant, which made him really upset. During the argument, David forced her onto the floor and wrapped her hands and feet. He also duct taped over her mouth before going to sleep and just like left her in the living room. So he duct taped, I believe duct taped her hands and feet. And then he duct taped her mouth and went to bed, left her in there. When he woke up the following day, according to David, Dawn had choked and died. He claims he didn't mean to kill her. That wasn't what he was trying to do. And also the exact reason for the argument, even though he says things, I guess it kind of remains unclear
0: because he changes his stories a lot of mm-hmm. uh, exactly like what the argument consists of. But of course, always putting it on her. Oh, of
1: course. Like, you know,
0: she was stealing. She did this. Maybe she was skimming a little bit so that she could have that little nest egg for it's herself possible. to escape him. Yeah.
1: After that, David said that he placed her body face down in a 55 gallon drum with boiling water. He told the police, I just slowly cooked her and I ended up cooking her for four days. Then he took some of her remains, mixed it with some other trash at the restaurant, and poured it into a grease pit at his restaurant establishment. He discarded some of the other remains in a dumpster behind the restaurant. Davis said that he kept on skull and jawbone at his mother's home, but a search turned up nothing there. In an earlier confession, he also told police that he placed her body in a garbage bag, drove it to a dumpster at the restaurant, disposed in the remains in that way. So, two different conflicting stories. David's daughter, Jacqueline, and his girlfriend, Kathy, testified that he did admit to killing Don, but claimed it was an accident when he admitted to them. Karen, Don's best friend, testified that David was abusive towards his wife, which seemed like was Mm -hmm. a very true statement. A friend of David's, a man named Todd, testified that David told him he would kill Don for stealing from him. David also said that Jacqueline, his daughter, texts one of Don's friends from her phone after the disappearance to make it look like she was still alive. So his daughter i guess helped out in that way i don't know in september 2012 a jury convicted 49 year old david of a second degree murder after about five hours of deliberation during his sentencing in march 2013 david claimed that he did not cook his wife he said that he didn't remember confessing the police while recovering from his injuries so he's saying he was injured and he didn't remember these confessions because he was still recovering uh-huh. he said i was hallucinating I had no idea I had undergone two major surgeries. I don't remember meeting these guys except for one time in my driveway. Of course, he was still sentenced to 15 years to life behind bars. David was denied parole in recently, and I think this is why I was found this story recently that he was denied parole in June 2021. And as per prison records, he remains incarcerated at the California State Prison in Corcoran, Kings County. So, wow, that's a little little bit story, a little little case for you one of those cases i can't talk about for 30 to 45 minutes but i definitely wanted to bring it up because we had a listener
0: say hey like talk about this one i i have i don't have words yeah for that one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like that's a that's a big escalation yeah it is i mean i think he was i mean from what it seems like i think he had been abusing her for a while i think it was Mm -hmm. just covered up for a really long time but The thing is, is that like, okay, well, it it was an accident that I killed her, but it's not an accident how you went to go dispose of the body no matter what way you did it.
1: And it's not an accident when you leave your wife overnight duct taped together, thinking that that's okay.
0: Like, like, sorry, that wasn't even stated, but (laughs) yes, you don't do that. You don't treat her. Yeah. You don't treat anybody. Yeah. I mean, you don't treat any body. You don't treat mm -hmm. an animal. You don't treat a living thing like a living being like that. No. But then when he's saying like, oh, well, it was an accident. I didn't mean to kill her. Well, first of all, you're an idiot. Of course, how would you not think that that would kill her? I
1: mean, I don't Aside know Aside from thought, just like, being torture. Yeah. I don't think it was duct taped over her mouth and nose. But no matter what, I mean, obviously, I don't Who knows if that's even what really happened. He could have suffocated her before. And just is saying that he didn't mean for a die and you went to sleep and woke up and she was dead.
0: You know what I mean? I mean, there yeah, could have been. But- but then again, that why is your next thought? Let's dispose of their body in this By terrible way. Boiling her. And then if I didn't do that, I dismember. You know, I got rid of it. It's just it, it's gross. It, it, th- that one is beyond words. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the end of our little bit. A big fat no thank
1: you, Molly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, horrible. And I'm glad he's in jail and denied parole. So <laughs>
0: Goodbye, there's, there's good sir. things to that. Goodbye. And Goodbye. if I didn't say it last week, to drew peterson stay yo ass <laughs> you're in not, jail you're gonna stay in jail you ain't getting out Goodbye. yeah and with that we look forward to talking more true crime with you next week over the fence with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere